there we go. So we're thinking about this, the, the, these three steps to what it means to be a Christian. And this first step is follow, which basically means before you, you become a Christian, you're not committed, you're just interested and wanting to find out more. And that's what was the first step for Zacchaeus, wasn't it? So he was a, a tax collector. He was rich. He didn't know Jesus. He didn't love Jesus. But he'd heard about Jesus. And there was something in him that made Zacchaeus want to go and find Zacchaeus' first step in his journey was following. Now, the interesting thing about this story that I want us to notice is that Zacchaeus was a very unlikely follower. He wasn't the kind of person you would have expected to follow Jesus. Okay? We, we, we saw in the, in the video, we read in the passage, he was a tax collector, but not only a chief, uh, an ordinary tax collector, he was a chief tax collector. And he was rich, he was wealthy. And he was almost certainly wealthy because he cheated people. And he'd been unkind. So we saw in the video, didn't we? Did everyone like Zacchaeus? Was everyone a fan of Zacchaeus? No, he was hated. People hated him. And following a Jewish leader is the last thing you would have expected Zacchaeus to be doing when he was pushed away by the Jewish community that he lived in. People hated him. He was an unlikely follower. But he really wanted to follow Jesus, didn't he? How badly did he want to follow Jesus? What length did he go to? Any, any smaller ones? What did Zacchaeus do uh, to see Jesus? What did he do? What did he climb? Tree. Yes, he climbed a tree. He wanted to see Jesus so badly, he climbed a tree to, to get to him. So even though he was an unlikely follower, he wasn't the kind of person you would have expected to see in a crowd following a Jewish lead, uh, teacher and preacher, there was something in Jesus that made Zacchaeus intrigued and interested, and he wanted to follow him. So before we hand back to the band and sing another song, here's the question. What about you? What about you? Do you think that you're an unlikely follower of Jesus? Maybe. Do you see yourself a bit like Zacchaeus? Maybe there's something in your life that you think, oh, I'm too bad for Jesus, I can't come to him. He won't be interested in me. Something in your past, something in your present. Maybe. Or maybe you just had bad experiences of, of church or of Christians and you just think they're hypocrites and you think that's not for me. Maybe you see yourself as an unlikely follower just like Zacchaeus. Well, if you can, look past Christians look past the church and look to Jesus because he's what following is about. So this is our second step, okay, in the Christian journey. We've uh, we've followed Jesus, and then there comes a point where uh, something changes. Uh, you get to know Jesus. You get to hear what he teaches and see what he does, and you believe in him. It's the second step. Believe uh, when you you decide I'm in and I'm I love him and I want to give my life to him. Okay, and that's the second step for Zacchaeus too. Okay, so we left him. Last time I was talking, at the top of the tree, uh, no one knew what was going to happen next. But what happened next was even Zacchaeus had, had no clue at what was going to happen to him. Um, Jesus stopped, didn't he? He stopped what he was doing, and he looked up at the tree. And like we saw in the video, what was everyone expecting him to say, do you think? Do you think everyone was expecting him to have a go at Zacchaeus? Yeah? Because Zacchaeus was such a horrible man, saying, right, pay up, you punk, come down. But what does Jesus do? Something completely surprising, he says... Zacchaeus, hurry and come down, for I must stay at your house today. Now, you might not realise it, but what's going on here is amazing grace. It's amazing grace, okay? Anyone know that song? Anyone like that song, Amazing Grace? One of my favourites. That's what's happening for Zacchaeus. Let me tell you why. Three reasons why this is amazing grace, okay? First, you might not realise it, but Zacchaeus is in danger. Okay, he's a tax collector, and the Romans um, knew that the Jews didn't like tax collectors, he would have had a, a, an armed guard whenever he was doing his job because people hated him so much. Right now he's up a tree 
and he's, he's got no, no protection. So he's really vulnerable. Okay, he's on his own. He's in danger. If he gets spotted and his, his officers aren't quick enough, the crowd could kill him. He's in real danger here. They hate him. Okay? That's the first thing. The second thing is the shock of what Jesus does. We saw in the video, people didn't just come to people's houses who were enemies of them. It was a real friendship thing to do. So Jesus going to Zacchaeus' house for, for a meal was an amazing... No one would have expected that. It was a real shock for the crowd and for Zacchaeus as well. They'd have had, had, had no idea. So he was in danger. There was a shock. But thirdly, what Jesus did was actually a substitution. Okay? So in the start of the story, when Zacchaeus is up the tree, the crowd are angry at him. Jesus says to Zacchaeus, come down, and I'm going to stay at your house. And then what happens next? Zacchaeus hurries down, comes to Jesus' house, and receives him joyfully. And when they saw it, they all grumbled. He has gone in to be the guest of a man who's a sinner. So the crowd is still angry. But who are the crowd angry at now? Who can tell me who the crowd are angry at now? Jesus, right? So the crowd's anger has been changed from Zacchaeus to Jesus because of what Jesus has done. He's kind of putting himself in Zacchaeus' place. It's a substitution, okay? It's amazing grace. Zacchaeus in danger. Jesus does something really shocking and surprising, and it's really a substitution. So the question is, again, just before I hand back to the band for the next song, the question is, what about you? Do you know that you've received amazing grace? Do you know that? Because actually, we're just like Zacchaeus. We're in danger. Okay, we're not up a tree. We're not about to be beaten up by an angry crowd. But we're in danger because we sin, and sin leads to death. We're in danger. Because if, without Jesus, we're lost and we're hopeless. And we're heading for a life without him, eternity without him. We're in danger. There's also a shock because Jesus comes and says, I haven't come to condemn the world. I've come to save the world. He says that to us. I haven't come to condemn you in your sin. I've come to save you. And thirdly, it's a substitution for us too, isn't it? Because he doesn't make us pay for our own sin. He goes to the cross and pays for it for us. Amazing, isn't it? Now, do you know that? Have you realized, just like Zacchaeus, you have received amazing grace? More amazing than you can ever realize. Okay, so our second word, the question for us is, do you really believe that? I'm going to hand it back to the band, and they're going to lead us another song thinking about, a bit more about what it means to believe, who we're believing in. Great, thanks yes. guys. So this is our third step then in the Christian journey. We follow Jesus, we believe in Jesus, and the third thing is we obey Jesus. And just like we were saying earlier, this isn't just a question of keeping some rules, things that he tells us to do. It's a response of our hearts. We want to give our whole lives to him, give everything to him because of how much he's given to us. And guess what? That's exactly what we see in the life of Zacchaeus, isn't it? Isn't that great? We see that happening in his life. So he believes in Jesus, gives his life to him, and then what happens? How much of his possessions does he give away to the poor? How much of his possessions does he give? Yeah, James. Half his possessions. He says, I'm going to give away half of what I own to the poor. Just like you guys had to give half away of your Kit Kats earlier. He gave half, not just of what he, he ate, his food, but everything he owned. Isn't that amazing? And everyone that he cheated, he gave back, what does it say? Four times as much. And the really interesting thing about uh, Zacchaeus is that he didn't do this because Jesus told him to. Okay? He didn't do this because it was a duty. He did it spontaneously. It was kind of the only thing he could do. It was just a natural response of his heart because he'd seen how much Jesus had done for him. It was almost like, how could I, how could I allow uh, these, bad things to, these bad things to be in my life still if I'm following Jesus? He had to get rid of them. He had to get rid of his, his wealth that he got by bad, bad means. Um, we read in verse 9, Jesus says to him, Today salvation has come to this house. We read that in the, the reading earlier. Jamie read that earlier on. That doesn't mean that 
Zacchaeus was saved because of the good things he did. Jesus is saying, the stuff you're doing, giving away good stuff, that's evidence that you're saved. That's evidence that you believe in me. That shows me that you've been changed from the inside out. It shows me that you've got a new heart. We saw that really clearly on the video, didn't we? His heart used to be black and all coloured in. Then he had a new heart that was, that was alive and full of life and beating for Jesus. And that was what made him change what he did outwardly. Okay? That's really important because that's what Jesus does. That's what he's in the business of doing. He loves to change people from the inside out. So finally then, what about you? What about you? Have you been changed from the inside out? And a good uh, way of asking this question is, Zacchaeus gave joyfully. We could think about, well, how joyful is our giving? Couldn't we? I don't mean just in terms of the money that we give. We give in all sorts of other ways. We give our time. We give our effort. We give our emotional energy, our concern, our love for people. We might give to put something right that we've done wrong. We might say sorry. That's a way of giving. How joyful is our giving? Well, maybe you're answering honestly and saying, well, not very joyful. And maybe that's because we haven't fully grasped what Jesus has done for us. Maybe we haven't really deeply believed in the amazing grace that we've received. But when we see how much he's given us, then our hearts will be changed and we will want to give joyfully. And here's the thing, before I finish. God wants to change our hearts. Okay, the last verse that... uh, we, in, in our passage, the, the last thing Jesus says to Zacchaeus is this. For the Son of Man came to seek and save the lost. That's why Jesus came. He came to change us. He came because he wants to transform our hearts. So that's our three steps. Follow, believe, obey. We follow Jesus. We believe in him. It changes our lives. And the results, just like we saw in the video earlier of that clay model, the results is Transformation. He changes hearts and he changes lives. That's what Jesus loves to do. So final question to think about, where are you? Where are you on that uh, process? Maybe you're just uh, new to church, your first time, you're just thinking about, I don't even know who Jesus is. Maybe the next step for you is to start following. Maybe you're following already and you're thinking, am I in? Do I really love him? Do I really believe in him? And your next step is to say, yeah, I'm in. Or maybe you have believed and you're trusting him and your next step is to say, well, how much of my heart am I giving to him? How, am I responding joyfully and fully because of all he's done for me? So where are you and what's the next step? Jesus came to seek and save the lost and God wants each of us, he, got, he wants you to take the next step. So why not talk to him? Why not ask him, God, what do you want me to do? What's the next step for me in my Christian journey? And I want to take that with you. Jesus came to seek and save the lost. He wants to do that work in you.